All right. Hello, everyone. 2020, strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin, offended by selling. All right, dudes. Unconfiscatable. Personal responsibilities, new counterculture. Hopefully, this turns out all right. Jitsi's been giving me some issues. Yesterday, the first part of the show got cut off and I'll uh, cover what we were talking about. But I do want you guys to check out uh, the links below. This week in Bitcoin, three alpha males were on John, Alex, and JW. Oh, you get you get the real, they're not scared of any virus. So check that out. Follow me on Twitter, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. All right, let us uh, get to my notes here. Because I am, I am jumping all around here just to make sure everything is properly where If you got questions, I got answers. So type in, uh, get my attention in the chat if you want to me to answer a question. Thank you to the person who sent me four dollars in Bitcoin. That was very generous of you, dude. Supporting the show, my uh, Bitcoin address and cryptocurrency addresses, they are linked to below. So on Saturday's show, Beyond Bitcoin. Be sure you check that out. Someone asked me, hey, Adam, do you believe in the stock to flow model? And I said, no, I don't. And last night I was going to talk about that and I did, but it got cut off. Now, I hope the stock to flow model comes true. I really hope it comes true. It's uh, it's great. It's very positive. We need positive influences like that. It's become clickbaity. He didn't intend it to become clickbaity. Uh, people worship it blindly. I don't think he intended that to happen either. But uh, yeah, I, I believe in something a little bit simpler than that, a lot simpler than that. And that is the 210,000 block theory. And what is that? We've discussed this on previous shows before. Uh, if you take this date, you subtract 210,000 blocks from it, uh, you'll, you'll probably get a date back in 2016. Well, you'll get a date in 2016, right before the halving. And of course, on that day, for you fiat freaks, uh, in it was July of uh, or June of what month? In June of uh, 2016, the the fiat price was less. So you can do that with any day in history and say 210,000 blocks previous to this date, the fiat price was less, and that is the so we're assuming if the rule stays true, if the theory stays true, that uh, we had the all-time high in terms of fiat price in December 2017. So in October of 2021, uh, in terms of fiat, you should be able to – the price should be more. That we should at least have hit the all-time high, and we can hit it beforehand, Um by that date in October, okay, for this model, for this theory to remain true. So that's my theory. It's a lot simpler. Of course, I value my wealth in Bitcoin. That's the name of this show, the One Bitcoin Show. I'm just trying to get more Bitcoin. Uh, I'm not too worried about the, the fiat price, but and people are always asking, oh, give me a prediction, give me a prediction. Well, there's my, those, that, that's my prediction. I like the 210,000 block theory. So pick a date, add 210,000 blocks to it, and uh, on that date in the future, uh, Bitcoin should be worth more in terms of fiat. So those are uh, today, 
210,000 blocks into the future in 2024, if you're watching this, uh, it should be worth more in terms of fiat. Okie dokie. And just remember, put those, uh, put those Bitcoins on your, uh, on your Trezor, collect the uh, crypto dividends, and you will get, you will get more Bitcoin that way by, uh, converting those crypto dividends into Bitcoin. It's all about, uh, turning stuff that you get into for free into, into Bitcoin. Why buy stuff that you get for free? Uh, and okay. Now speaking of plan B, plan B is the guy who came up with the stock to flow model. He has a new article that's out. Coincidentally, it came out today and I linked to that below. I want to tell everyone and just see, okay, we got Roman Q is in the house. Good, good. All right. No one's asking questions. You're good now. It's working. People were telling me it was working. Oh, what's the longest fast you have done during the lockdown imprisonment? Uh, the Dude, it doesn't make it 40, 46 hours, 45. It doesn't make a difference to me that I'm not locked. I can do anything I want. My life hasn't changed at all. So why would I do a longer fast? I mean, I just, my life continues normally. I no, there's no, no special fast during the, uh, during this period because I'm, I'm, I don't let it, I don't let the government tell me what to do. I go outside every single day. I'm going to go running right after this. So no, no special, no, just 40. I did a, the other day I've been fast. I fasted like two or three Fridays in a row. Now two Fridays in a row. I've, uh, I completely skipped. So uh, no, nothing, nothing too exciting. Uh, My longest fast ever was in 2018. That was 120 hours. Uh, pound that like button if you like uh, beyond Bitcoin type of subjects uh, creeping into this. So look at that pig. Look at that piggy bank. Now, I, yesterday I also talked about the World Crypto Network. And so 7 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday, and that's 10 p.m. Baltimore time on Wednesday, I'll, I'm going to be on the World Crypto Network. And uh, Thomas and I are going to talk about uh, some memories uh, of the old days of 2016 and, and 2017. And I, I talked about that a little bit last night, but so I, I want to talk about it even a little bit more now about the, the hardcore, uh, that hardcore Bitcoin mentality that, that originated there back probably before 2016 even. And what do I have written down about that? Uh, yes. Uh, we weren't, the, the cool thing about the guys that were in that circle uh, on, on the World Crypto Network and appeared on the World Crypto Network, and we're, we're not YouTubers. We didn't come there to be YouTubers. We were there to talk about Bitcoin. Uh, we weren't there trying to be algorithm slaves, okay, and make shows that fit a certain pattern that had certain keywords that did X, Y, and Z. Thomas didn't give a darn about that. I, I, don't, I didn't give a darn about that. The guys coming from there, they didn't. They weren't trying to get clicks. They were just. They like Bitcoin. They wanted to talk about Bitcoin. We predated crypto YouTubers. There weren't crypto YouTubers in 2016. Okay, there were guys that had channels that talked mostly about Bitcoin. There were like guys like Tizen that talked about trading and stuff. But he wasn't a crypto. He was a trader who had a YouTube channel. He wasn't trying to follow any algorithm. He wasn't. An algorithm slave, and no one associated with World Crypto Network. Now, Tizen was not associated with World Crypto Network, but and no one associated with World Crypto. You know, Ty's awesome for being an independent individual. That's that's completely different. But uh, 
No, the, the World Crypto Network people were not and are not to this day are not YouTubers. They are a big, big Bitcoin fans. And uh, that was uh, that was different back then. You see, now, I mean, it's pretty clear if you go on YouTube that there is a formula, uh, an algorithm, you know, the, to, to, word, to, to get 80 percenters, to be a YouTube, to be a crypto YouTuber. There is definitely a formula. And Thomas and the World Crypto Network guys, me, uh, we're, we're not crypto YouTubers at all. We are uh, Bitcoiners, whatever you want to call us, but we're definitely not that. <laughs> and that, that the alumni, the people that came out of that and, and are associated with the, those groups, that, that group from 2016, carry on that tradition. No algorithm slavery here. No, uh, no trying to fit in. And uh, fitting in is overrated. So pound that freaking like button. But uh, many people don't even realize there was a time before all of this non clickbaity nonsense and the uh, the typical looking uh, what's it called preview slide picture thumbnail. I always forget that word that you get. All right. And you can still see throwbacks if you go here and you go to the World Crypto Network. That's that's the way it, that we're just a few people on YouTube that were just talking about Bitcoin. And that's what it looked like. The looks different now. But, hey, old days are the old days. Things change. And that's, you know, we can we can share stories about the old days. And that's what we're going to do on Wednesday. Uh, and just compete. And don't complain, baby. I'm not complaining. I keep on putting this new shows out. And so does Thomas. And it's, it's awesome. It is uh it's, it's a fun time. So keep on doing what you're doing. Strong hand, people. Now, uh, yeah, so many people out there are stuck in algorithm ghettos. I thought of that. I thought of that earlier today. You can interpret that any way you want to. But uh, a lot of people watching, especially YouTube, not just creators, but people who watch, they're stuck in their algorithm ghetto. They, they can't click. They don't click on the links below. They don't try to explore. They don't use their head. And you get stuck in a mindless algorithm ghetto. But hey, that's your choice. Personal responsibility is the uh, is the new counterculture. 14 days until the Bitcoin halving. I linked to that clock below. So let's bring on the Bitcoin boomers, okay? A lot of people say, boomers? Bitcoin? That'll never happen. Well, it, it's happening. They are coming. And CoinMarketCap, which is now owned by, uh, who owns that? Binance dude owns that? Or have they... Are they starting to change things over there? Because they have this blog, and this is a little different. They have a blog post over there. I know they've had a blog for a while, but I don't think they've been adding to it too often. Well, here's a blog post of CoinMarketCap. Um, and it's talking about baby boomers are flocking the CoinMarketCap's website more than ever. Could it be that those who are 65 and over and intent on creating economically stable future uh, will become savvy in the digital age. Boomers showed a 41% increase in site visits on coin market cap this quarter, which was close behind the 18 to 24 age groups, 46.04%. So still 18 to 24 year olds were, were, were joining uh, or checking out coin market cap at a, a faster rate than uh, boomers were, but boomers, 41% increase in site visits. So more boomers than the previous quarter. So wh why is this? Well, do they want to gamble on altcoins? Maybe. 
but maybe it's because of the the turbulent times, financial times, and there it's finally hitting them. Like, let's get a let's let's try to stabilize my economic future by exploring this cryptocurrency thing. So, coin market cap, not exactly Bitcoin boomers, Bitcoin altcoin gamblers, probably some of them, uh, or boom altcoin or <laughs> boomer altcoin gamblers, but still. I welcome the, the boomers. If they're if some of them are going to find out about Bitcoin through Coin Market Cap, then good, then good. I'm glad Coin Market Cap more people are visiting. I'm glad more people are visiting Coin Market Cap. Period. I don't care what age they are, but they will see what's number one. What always will be number one because Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. And if they want to gamble on all coins, well, then they'll all learn the hard way. In theory, boomers should. Uh, they shouldn't be uh, gambling on altcoins at the same rate that uh, 18 to 24 year olds are. They should uh, have that wisdom already. But uh, what do I know? <laughs> well, I'm not a boomer. I'm not, I'm not going to speak for them. Now, let's talk about uh, speaking. What do I know? Let's talk about psychology for a second here. And uh, this is from Arca. Arca, speaking of altcoins and gambling, they love to use the term crypto assets over there. They love to talk about a lot of things that I don't talk about. And they definitely have a different take on the virus than I do. But with that being said, let's. I like this. Uh, this is a having hype type of a quote from their site, uh, their report. And it's, it's linked to below. The psychological effects of March's swoon may now be causing crypto investors to miss out on what could be the start of the largest rally they have ever seen. And that, that would really be sad. If you've been a crypto investor this entire time and now you're still freaked out by March and you don't understand what's, you know, we're about to get into having hype territory, uh, the, the Bitcoin, if you don't know what they're having, if you're still scared by March, if you're not in motion, then yeah, you might miss something real big here. Uh, one for which they, and, and he says, uh, they've been wait for which they've been waiting for years to experience. So, People have been waiting for a boom for years, and it'd be a shame if they got freaked out by March, if the boom is on the way and they're still freaked out. Uh, this rally has been fueled, and he's, this rally, meaning we have rallied since March. There's no doubt about that. This rally has been fueled by new money and a lack of sellers, not euphoria and leverage. The perfect macro storm is now upon us. One about which many crypto investors have dreamt about since entering the asset class. Yet many are still waiting for lower prices that may never materialize. Okay, that's I've always said, never be that dude that's always waiting to be for a lower price. There's still guys waiting for it to be $1,100. That's not a very productive uh, value of wealth in Bitcoin. Uh, don't get freaked out by what happened in March. And think that you're going to get uh, $1,900 Bitcoin. So, Arca, I like that post of yours at least. So let's talk about let's talk about the virus a little bit because some people in the space are still freaked out about the virus and think it's it's very negative for the space, et cetera, et cetera. It's it's holding everyone back. But here, Kraken Kraken shares this information. Kraken planned to hire 250 people in 2020 due to the upcoming Bitcoin halving. As the virus led more to as the virus led to people looking for alternative assets, Kraken bumped that number to 350. So they're saying 
the virus has expanded their business. They've had to, they want to hire more people because more people are using Kraken now. So that's a good sign. That is a good sign for all the naysayers that say, oh, the virus is going to be bad for uh, the space. The virus has been good for Kraken in terms of, uh, so there are people silently and not so silently buying Bitcoin, buying altcoins. Uh, and hey, that's good. Welcome to the show, baby. Pound that like button. Now, speaking of altcoins real quick and, and the virus, I, I've i actually, I talked about this on my podcast. Uh, I, never, I never talked about this in video form, but occasionally I'll make a podcast at sportsmeister.com that never gets into video form. It's just like a 10-minute riff of me, me sharing things off the top of my head, ideas off the top of my head. And once I talked about, you know, altcoin people are so competitive with one another. That, I mean, some altcoin people treat it as a team sport. So I thought to myself, I think this is during the summer, I said, some of these altcoins should try to start some type of sports league, okay? And it, it's pretty much uh, like, hey, we're starting a basketball league. Uh, here are the cities. Here, fans, you, you, can, you can come to this. And fans of our altcoin, you can donate to the, the the team and you can be a part owner of the team. It's decentralized altcoin-based sports franchises. And I went into it a little bit more. I'm not getting, you know, it, it's, you could take it a lot of different ways. It's not truly decentralized, but, and, and the altcoins could print up more altcoins to pay the players and anyone could videotape the uh or, or film the sh- film the the sports and put it on YouTube and make money off of it. Anyone can make logos for the teams, and the and people will be encouraged to make the logos of the team involving the actual altcoin logo. There's there's a lot of uh, different ways you could go with this. And so lately, I've been frustrated, like uh, with the the sports franchises of the world being CUCKs and not wanting to go back to business. Now, in Asia, some of the baseball teams are starting to go back, which is great. So I thought now would be a great time for some altcoins to get together and say, hey, let's start a basketball league in the, in the United States and just start paying people with our altcoin. And uh, we'll probably be able to get some real talent in basketball, soccer. You pick the, you pick the sport. So th- this would be a t- – and it would be in, it'd be in cities because there are plenty of cities. They're probably smaller cities that would host such events that would love to have something like this in, in the United States. Uh, so th- th- there, there's my outside the box thoughts today when I'm combining altcoins and, and, and sports. But it's something if you're interested in it, you know, email me at Adam at Trizzlehelp.com. I haven't given my email address out in a while, so I thought I would. Uh, or send me a DM at uh, Tech Vault because I, I – I would, you know, I don't care about the altcoins or whatever. I mean, I, I want to see sports again, and, and this is a way uh, that would increase uh, the notoriety of cryptocurrencies. It's, it's a shame we well, we could have one of the teams sponsored by Bitcoin, but there's no central. It would have to be an individual giving up his precious Bitcoin, which I never, uh, which I never encourage. But there's a lot of different directions you you could go with something like this, and we're we're living in interesting times. If all the sports leagues want to be CUCKs. Then let there be a crypto-based uh, sport league that uh, that competes with them and does think and and just turns sport sports leagues up on their heads. Okay, just totally rearranges the way you think of what a sports league what a sports league is is how it's funded, who owns it, who makes merchandise for, for it, who broadcasts. All right, enough of that. Now 
pound that like button if you like uh, wild and wacky uh, elite Bitcoin holder type of thoughts. Yes, that's the name of the show that I occasionally do on, uh, on my podcast, sportsmeister.com, where you can listen to all my uh, podcasts. It's called the Elite Bitcoin Holder Show. And I just think of wild ideas like that because, well, I guess when you're an elite Bitcoin holder, you got so much Bitcoin, you can just sit around and, and come up with awesome ideas because you don't have to work at Target or anything like that. And you can wake up whenever the heck you want in the Bitcoin overlay, baby. You got to love it. Now, having socks. Yes, there is someone out there. They have a site called mtsocks.com. Like instead of Mount Gox, Mount Socks, mtsocks.com. It is linked to below. And they have it's, it's all sorts of Bitcoin socks. I think other cryptocurrencies also. I could be wrong about it. But they came out with a pair of socks. Um, and it's they're, they're Bitcoin having socks that is in motion. I like that. I, re, I really think that's creative. So I linked to three links to of theirs. You can see the socks, you can see the Twitter feed, and you can actually go to the uh, the site and buy socks from them. So so good good for them. That's spreading uh, cryptocurrency, spreading the Bitcoin words, spreading the having hype. Because that's that's a having hype type of thing. Use that having hype hashtag. I did, I did today. And of course, you know what Arca was talking about was also having hype. Let me check if anybody else is saying anything. Got a helicopter flying over there. You hear that? LAPD in the house. You know, just making sure no one uh, is like being no one uh, no one just hanging out in the streets, right? No, they're not enforcing this at all. They can't enforce it at all. I, I I've seen. No cops try to stop anyone from walking on the streets and say, no, you're, you're, you're not buying food or you're not wearing a mask or you're not. That. No, I have seen no police harassment. Good job, LAPD. You know who pays your freaking bills. Uh, what else do we have? All right, that's it. I will, I will end it on a uh, virus-related, uh, you know, I guess that's virus-related uh, in the air. Yeah, it might not be. But uh, Carl Denninger of Market Ticker has a, a great post today that is linked to below. If you need just pure, unemotional facts about this virus, about what it really is, about how common it is, about how serious it is, he's got them easy to read format. It's about six or seven points. If you haven't read him ever before and you're curious, read it. It's logical. It makes sense. And if you're scared still, you, you won't be scared when you read this. Um, and that is, it's a lot. It, it, it wreaks havoc in old people's homes and how that could be controlled in, in old people's. I mean, nursing homes, nursing homes. All right, enough. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Check out all those links below, though. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. You get a new show here every day. Uh, I will be back uh, Tuesday, hopefully at a regular and normal time like this. I don't, you know, I enjoy doing these shows, but I would rather not do them like at two or three in the morning. So this one was at a normal time for uh, the West Coast and United States people. I will uh, see you guys tomorrow. Spread the word on Twitter, TechBalt, retweet it, you know, all the stuff that I say to do. <laughs> see you later.